go into it knowing that you don't know everything. And, yeah. And be quiet. Yeah. Mm. I still use that today. Mm. If you go into a new environment, you don't know anything about that environment. So yeah. why are you going in there running your mouth like you know everything about the environment? Mm. Be quiet. Be quiet. Settle your spirit. Mm -hmm. Settle yourself down. You may learn something. And I've taken this in every opportunity I've had. I've learned. Mm -hmm. Shut up. God is always talking. But if you're talking, you can't hear him. Can't hear. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Five Questions with Dr. K. Hello and welcome to another exciting podcast. This is Five Questions with Dr. K. I am your host, Erica Kelly, and I'm so glad you tuned in. Well, as you know, we're in another decade now and we are so excited. Mm -hmm. And of course, you have to get your money right. That's right. right? That's I mean, right. You can think all these great dreams, but if you don't have that money together, it's going to be a problem. That's so right. we have a wonderful guest in store for you today. He is a wealth manager and a financial planner. His name is Lance Griffith. How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Here I go. Yeah, he, he's so very proud excited. of you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm proud of you, too. That's why I had you on. Amen. Somebody I've been knowing. We've been knowing each other for a long time. That's right. Yes. Back to our college days. That's right. All right. So, uh, as we get ready to jump into this, tell us a little bit about yourself and your family. First of all, I'm, my name is Lance Griffith mm -hmm. um, with uh, Merrill Lynch. Okay. I'm a wealth manager, financial advisor with them. To go personal, uh, I've um, married a uh, wife of 23 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, and um, originally from uh, Alexandria, Louisiana. Or Alec. Alec. Right. Yeah, Alec. 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 I'm being proper now, <laughs> yes. but I'm really from Alec. Central Louisiana, and uh, I've been in Monroe uh, for for years now, early nineties. My I guess my history go back to uh, with you go back to NLU yeah. Northeast, yeah, Louisiana. Yeah. Some people don't know about Northeast, right. uh, now they know ULM. Um, what else you want to know? I want to know: Are you an LSU fan? Are you proud of LSU right about now? Go Tigers! <laughs> go Tigers! Now That's anybody right. that knows me knows I'm not a sports fan, but I tell you what, I'm gonna jump on this LSU train and I'm gonna ride. I've been riding LSU <laughs> since the early nineties. Yeah, 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 I love them. Yeah, they're they're doing a lot for us all to be so proud of. That's them. right. All right, so talk about your life as a youth growing up in Alexandria. I would assume that you were raised with your brothers and your mother, right? Yeah, I, I had a great uh, a great upbringing. I grew okay. up in the seventies and eighties. You know, okay. you couldn't beat it. Yes, best. You couldn't decades. beat that time. Yes, you couldn't yes. beat that time because we were still a family. Uh, you had a village raising a family at that mm -hmm. point. I think we were the last generation I got that. Mm. And um, it was a community of people. And I go back and I see a lot of that. I'm glad I grew up in that in that, in that decade and a half period, mm -hmm. you know, there. Mm -hmm. um, born in Pineville. Yeah. And, and uh, so Alexandria Pineville is kind of like Monroe, West Monroe. It's kind of like Twin Cities, right? Exactly. Yeah. By River, Red River. Yeah. One of the main things is, though, um, it has a rich history. Mm -hmm. uh, different areas in, 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 in Alexandria. I grew up in a in an area called Cadian Village, specifically Cadian Park. Mm -hmm. And um, I just some of the some of the things we went through, uh, and, and just meeting certain people, mm -hmm. uh, and how their lives have ended up. And some of them have become successful, some mm -hmm. of them are not so much. Yeah, yeah. But I just the history, especially being an early seventies kid, mm -hmm. 
Oh, I wouldn't trade it. I look at some of these and I'm not getting on any other generation because mm -hmm. everybody got their own thing. Yeah, yeah. But um, from the music to the, some of the things that you can identify just with your generation. Yeah. Now, we the old, we, we getting to be the old people. Uh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Speak for yourself, brother. Well, we I'm get, getting better. Well, <laughs> old don't necessarily mean be of under use. Yes, I understand. I mean, we got wisdom. Yes, yes. Um, but that was the main thing. You know, I'm the oldest, well, mm -hmm. the oldest boy. Okay. Uh, Out of have, how many? Uh, I got two other brothers and I got a sister. She's older than me. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that, that affected me about being responsible, to mm -hmm. be honest with you. It did. It, it, I didn't realize it until later on. Mm -hmm. People always tell me later on, I knew you was going to do something because you were mm -hmm. always serious. Yeah. And you always focus. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I guess I was. I didn't see it that way because yeah. I was always, my dad and I always say, take care of your brother. <laughs> you right, know, right, one right. brother close to me and the other one wait, you know, 10 years, 13 years or something like that later. Uh -huh. But one of them was right there with me, Lewis. Yeah. And uh, he was about 14 months younger. So he was right there ever since I've known life. Yeah. So take care of your brother, take care of your brother. So I've always a big brother. So I guess I kind of developed a responsibility. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. that was my... Big thing now. I went to uh, the best high school in the state called Peabody. Really? Are uh, you sure? I know it. Because I heard it was Wiseman High School. That's what uh, I heard. Are you uh, sure, Peabody? Let me, let, let me tell you something. Okay, Erica. I'm listening. Let me tell you something. I've said this same thing in Shreveport, to, 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 to New Orleans, to here. I, I don't care. The best high school in the state. Well, okay. I, At least for my era. So I mean, well, that would include your era well, too, right? We will have to agree <laughs> to disagree, okay, on that. All right. But were you the kind of young man that got into trouble? Were you mischievous? Because, again, you always have seemed to be so serious. And, I mean, you're definitely a great example of a wonderful community leader right now. But, like, when you were younger, were you always into things, as they say? I was quiet. I was <laughs> really? one of the quiet ones oh, that wow. um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't perfect. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nowhere near. Gotcha. Uh, typical kid. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Had a mouth. Mm-hmm. Got in some fights, got yeah. disciplined. Yeah, got disciplined. My okay. dad, Good. you know, I grew up in a two-parent household. Okay, so, okay. Uh, he was definitely the disciplinarian. Mm. One blessing, well, I'll tell you something else too. My grandmother, my uh, paternal grandmother lived with us. Really? So we, yeah. So we never had to have a babysitter or somebody yeah. that didn't know us. We have, she was there, Miss mm -hmm. Lily. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I wouldn't trade that at all. I would. Right. I, we had the benefit of having that other generation there. Yeah, in the Both house parents. with you. Yeah, that was mm -hmm. cool, man. I didn't realize how cool that was until I got older, though. Mm -hmm. And um, you got a different perspective by, you know, uh, it was it was great. Yeah. It really was. It sounds like it was. Sounds like it was a really good time and place to kind of, you know, grow up and come into your own. So It was. It was. Mm -hmm. We got a chance to see a lot of different things. It was after, you know, the 60s and, you know, before the 80s. You yeah, know. yeah. We got, a, we, got, we got a lot of, just a lot of wholesomeness and just a lot of village, like I said, raising the kids. Yeah. Well, you could really go outside. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we still, you know, some people talk about don't let the light catch you. Well, I grew up in that. Yeah, me, we too. Grew up, me too. <laughs> we grew up before, mm -hmm. you know, video games got big. Right. You know, I remember when we got our first Atari and we had strict time limit on that thing. Yeah. You know, and all that. And because uh, really they wanted us to be outside. They wanted us to do different things to yeah. communicate and interact. Mm -hmm. And um, I look back and I 
I know some pros and cons of everything, but I just thought that was just so pure. Yeah, it was. So, it was. Yeah. Now you mentioned earlier that you're married. You've been married, like you said, I think twenty three years. Correct. Which is just a, a tremendous accomplishment. Congratulations on that. How did you and your lovely wife meet? Bridget. Uh, yes. She. We met at uh at Northeast. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All that same era. Um, mm-hmm. Well. Oh, he is smiling. Yeah, that was one of the main <laughs> things. I mean, I. I, I I can't I can't take credit for it. I have yeah. to give that because my mindset was not right at the mm-hmm. time. Okay. Uh to be honest with you, mm-hmm. God had to get my mindset right mm-hmm. in order for me to be able to even accept a woman that could be possibly be wow. my wife. Interesting. And my mindset was not right at the time. Mm. Is it just that you just weren't ready to settle down? You were focused on other things, you know, as much as you can I, tell us. I, 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 I honestly, honestly, Erica, I can be real honest with you on that. Being a man in this society, you don't really understand how to be a father mm. or how to be a husband. Yeah. You can be raised to be a man, but you can miss the other two. Right. And even though I had a dad in a home, he was a husband. I still needed that example or needed that for myself. Yeah. I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand. Like, I remember I told you about village raising a kid. You yes, saw all yes. kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. until I met God. Wow. Speaking of that, <laughs> so were you raised in church or was that something you came into as you got to be older? Like, talk about your spiritual journey a little bit. Oh, Because um, I know you love Jesus. I do. I do. I thank God. Um, he found me, yeah. and he's always was there, and I just didn't know it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, one of the main things is um, I really can say that I found God when I came to Northeast. East, yeah. Yeah, when I came to Monroe, I believe that was all in God's plan. Plan, yeah. Uh, you know, you could be pointed to God. You can know of him, but you, you don't know him. Yeah. You know, and, and I know him more now than what I did even back then. Yeah. To be honest with you, because I walked with him, we had some experiences. Mm-hmm. Um. And we had some ups and downs, yeah. you know. So um, it happened around 92, 93. This was not my first choice in schools. Really? No. I wanted to go off somewhere. I wanted to go to New Orleans. And I yeah. know I shouldn't. I know now why I did not go. Because I wouldn't be here talking with you today. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And same for me. Same yeah. for me. Yeah. It wouldn't have even been. So, yeah. you know, I can say in the history books, though, my, my parents did the best they can with what they had. Mm. And uh, with their relationship that they could develop. One thing I can say, they did put a, especially my mama, she put a, a consciousness in me that I needed to, I needed to find God. Mm. I or at least find a church. That was the level she put me on. She said, look, Lance, uh, she said, just like she said, go find your church. Whatever you do, go find your church, boy. <laughs> that was <laughs> when did. you get ready to go to college, right? I feel like yeah. get ready to go to college. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and that stuck with me. Yeah. She she did that. Oh, and Because and, I remember uh, that was one of the first things that... Uh, that you had did, huh? mind, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And so she must was praying. She had to be. There I, is nothing like a praying mother or father, yeah, just yeah. you know, covering you with prayers over your life. We she had to it. be because it came kind of quick when it came down. I wasn't really, I guess maybe in the back of my mind, I was looking. She may have planted a seed in my subconscious or something. Mm-hmm. But still, you can have a seed in your subconscious. But if the opportunity don't present itself, or you can't see it, right? It right. it doesn't matter. Does not. So matter. it had to be both. So how has your faith enabled you to develop into the man that you are today? I mean, when you look at yourself and how far you've come, 
How do you think your faith has played a role in it? Boy, it has grown. First, you have a healthy respect. First, you got to be taught what, what fear is. Yes. You know, fear of God, right? Fear of God yeah. is the beginning of wisdom, as mm -hmm. we already know. That's a base, base, base scripture. It is. Uh, but then you got to realize what fear is. It's not this, ooh, he going to get me. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's the healthy respect for a being that. And, and, and one thing I can say about my parents, they did at least put that part in me. Mm -hmm. You know, at least for me to acknowledge God. And say so there is a higher being. You're not just here just by yourself and breathing on your own and commanding something that's literally my my flesh, commanding it to be alive. Right. Just right. on my own. Mm -hmm. You know, everything lining out. How does that happen? Right. You know, you look at it even in the computer system. If something go off in the computer, the whole thing is knocked off. Exactly. But I'm just here just because. Right. That doesn't make sense, does it? Doesn't it doesn't make sense. So, you know, that those are the type of things that you know, some of the things that me and my brother, Lewis, you know, and we went through and some of the things, you know, just typical things that you see probably in some of the uh, blackish and some of the shows like that, you know, growing up. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows Chris. We got similar stories. <laughs> Storylines. <laughs> Storylines. Huh? Oh, wow. We do. We do. Yeah, sure, sure. Without, without the kids yeah. in the neighborhood. We got, got all those type storylines that we probably could have done something. <laughs> um, it's not too late. You're right. Hey, Tyler Perry got a studio. He always looking for writers. Look, You're I'm right. Like I'm working for Tyler Perry. <laughs> you might, you might one day. That could hey, be your future. Hey, Who knows? It can happen. It, you never know. You never know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to finance and wealth. I know this is like a favorite topic of yours. And so, um, of course, you have a background in that. But what made you migrate to that in school? Because that was not a fun major. Just speaking from one business major to another, finance was like my least favorite class. Why? <laughs> okay, I can get your history on that. I was yeah. business management major. Okay, I'm going to be now, honest okay. with you. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. When I got my undergrad. Which uh, is in what? Business management. Business management. Administration okay. management. Mm -hmm. Then I got an MBA. Okay. And um, I really did not know, honestly, like most black kids, I'm being honest with you, what I wanted to do. Mm. I just know I need to go to college. I need to get a job. Right. I had no idea. I thought I wanted to be manage some somebody's business or something. But what happened with me when I went to grad school? Mm -hmm. I met people that mm. thought differently. Wow! I'm telling you something. Either you grow up with those type of people with a different mindset, or you got to put yourself in the environment of those people, yes, so yes. so you can gleam on what those people are, what they're doing, and what they're the benefit of what they got from since childhood. Right. I didn't get that. Right. right. I didn't get that. We didn't know anything about the stock market. Yeah. We didn't know anything about finances. Right. We didn't know anything. Right. Right. Anything. We were really just one typical family. We didn't have, you know, uh, no budgets, no mm -hmm. spending plans, no vision, mm -hmm. none of that kind of stuff like that. Right. Typical black family in the United States. Right, just trying to make it. And just trying to make right. it. You're trying to make it from, from, from day to day, from year to year, right. trying to make it happen. And that's what we did. Right. Planning was something we off, right. you know, mm -hmm. and, and it really didn't even come on our mind, mm -hmm. you know. And, um, um, but when I started getting around some of these different thinking people, mm -hmm. when I was, uh, I worked for the small business development center at your, Did at your you? alum. Yeah. When Dr. Dunn was there? Dr. Dunn. Okay. Yeah. He, uh, I wrote business plans. Yeah. Did when I was you? getting grad, when I was in grad school Wow. and, uh, no debts. I love it. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, um, I started meeting people from Dr. Dunn and some of these other people from different countries. Yeah. You, you'd be surprised the best of the best that come here. Yeah, they and they do. have a totally different mindset. Mm -hmm. they, they, I can imagine how they so nice though. How they look at us mm -hmm. coming up, 
and then we come, we meet in school, yeah. and at that level, they're at a different level than what we are. Yeah. It's amazing. I remember seeing, I just started seeing a different world, and yeah. then my, my mindset started triggering. Yeah. And then a guy started talking to us about finances and investment, yeah. things like that, and that, that's where it happened. I was in my, yeah. I was in my mid-20s mm-hmm. when, when it happened. happened. When it, see, it didn't happen at 18. It didn't happen at yeah. 19. It happened in my yeah. mid-20s. But, but you're harping on something that is so important to me as a school teacher. It's exposure. Our kids, we all just need exposure to something different. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you can't be afraid to be around people that speak differently than you, use words you don't completely understand. You can't let that make you completely uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's how you grow as a person. You got to put yourself in uncomfortable situations and be okay with it. Any place I've ever grown in, what you have to do, you got to be going to it knowing that you don't know everything. Yeah. And be quiet. Yeah. Mm. I still use that today. Mm. If you go into a new environment, you don't know anything about that environment. So why are you going in there running your mouth like you know everything about the environment? Be quiet. Be quiet. Settle your spirit. Mm -hmm. Settle yourself down. You may learn something. And I've taken this in every opportunity I've had. I've learned. Mm -hmm. Shut up. God is always talking, but if you're talking, you can't hear him. Can't hear. And sometimes, which is a very big mistake, people don't realize you can mistake the voice of God for your voice because you're talking too much. Right. That is so true. So I've learned this this calm down, and I've actually have done a lot better with that. People think you don't know nothing because you don't talk. Right, right, because you're quiet. Because you're quiet. But they don't really realize. Then they wonder when you speak, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was always there. I just had more time to formulate an opinion that was more qualified Mm -hmm. than disperting everything out. Yeah. If someone is looking for financial planning or they're looking to, to get some things in order and maybe they realize they can't do it on their own, they need some help, how can they reach you? Um... You can give me a call. Um, you can give me a call at my uh, at 318-329-3065. Mm-hmm. That's my office number. Um, mm-hmm. Just ask for me, and uh, you can definitely get in contact with me. Okay. Um, Do you have an email? Yeah, it's Lance, L-A-N-C-E dot Griffith, G-R-I-F-F-I-T-H, at M-L dot com. That's Merrill Lynch dot com. Okay. That's the email. I'm also on the internet. You can, you can just Google me, and you can find my website, and... Facebook and LinkedIn and all the different areas, yeah. you know, that, that I'm connected to. Okay. Um, I do, if, if, uh, if you want it, uh, like financial emails and put you on the list every okay. once in a while, maybe once a week, three or four times a month, somewhere in that range, I may send a good email out okay. dealing with different financial topics and different idea thoughts. Something that can plant in your in your mind that yeah. you get you thinking differently. I yeah, I um, love that. I yeah, love that. I do that quite a bit. And also, I love seminars. Do first you? quarter, first quarter every year is is in my uh, vision plan mm-hmm. to do as many seminars I don't charge to give people a chance to to get their to change their January twenty twenty one. Right, right, right. You see, things mm-hmm. are not going to change now. Things change later, but you got to start now. You got to sow the seed now. Mm-hmm. So if you if you're not satisfied where you are, or if you are already on 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 your uh your grand tour, so to speak, mm-hmm. you you are going right there. But you need somebody that you can play off a little bit, different thought pattern, different mindset. I can help you. You know, okay. you could already have a financial advisor, which is fine. Yeah. I, I don't expect a so-called five by hour definition successful person, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, not to. But it sometimes it's good to have a second opinion. It is. Okay. 
Well, Mr. Griffith, I tell you, I have Call really enjoyed. Call me Lance. Well, Lance, yeah, you're right, Lance. I've really enjoyed being with you today. You've given us so much to think about, so many good nuggets to kind of glean from. And so maybe we're going to have to have you come back on the show again in the future. I would love that. I love being supporting whatever you're doing here. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, and vice versa. For those listeners that have been listening, I want to thank you for tuning in to Five Questions with Dr. K. We want to make sure that you've enjoyed our broadcast. Send us an email at five questions with Dr. K. Again, the number five, the word questions with DRK at gmail.com and let us know what you think. And until this time next week, have a great day.